0: welcome to instruction interruption a podcast to celebrate new mexico education in every corner of the land of enchantment i'm tara hughes the 2023 new mexico state teacher of the year join me as i sit down with educational leaders and have candid conversations around pedagogical topics that are relevant in our state my guests will share their stories and experiences they've had on their journeys the podcast is sponsored by new mexico oil and gas association and is produced in collaboration with the New Mexico Public Education Department. This is my first episode hosting Instruction Interruption, and I would like to introduce myself. I'm an early childhood special education teacher at Nye Early Childhood in Santa Fe. My school serves neurodiverse and neurotypical children between the ages of three to five years old. I teach a preschool inclusion classroom made up of four and five year olds. Inclusion, the importance of social-emotional learning, and early child education are at the heart of my pedagogical message. My passion to teach was ignited by knowing that every child is capable and that every child and family deserves the same experiences and opportunities. Our classrooms are a safe place where children can grow to be creative and innovative learners while discovering how to regulate emotions, improve decision-making, develop relationships, and an understanding that it's okay to make mistakes. In building inclusive classroom communities of thinkers and problem solvers, the children of New Mexico have the power to become catalysts for change using the strength of their own language. In today's podcast, I talk with Lorraine Guerrero, the 2022 New Mexico State Teacher of the Year. Lorraine is an assistant principal at Gaddison High School, located in Anthony, New Mexico. Lorraine enjoys working with the teachers and seeing the great teaching going on in the classrooms. Join us in a candid conversation as Lorraine shares her experiences and the insights she's gained on her journey as the 2022 New Mexico State Teacher of the Year.
1: Thanks for having me today, Tara. Hi, it's so nice to be able to share this space with you
0: and talk to you and get to ask you these questions. I'm really excited to hear about your experiences as the 2022 New Mexico Teacher of the Year.
1: Well, thank you so much, and I'm excited for you because I'm, my journey is completed for the state, but you're starting yours. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well and sharing some ideas um, and a little bit about my experience.
0: Um, so before we get started into me asking you about your experience, um, I love dinosaurs and I want to know what is your favorite
1: dinosaur and why? I think I haven't studied dinosaurs in years. Um, and I want to think back maybe to like second grade and my favorite dinosaur was the pterodactyl because I was amazed that this dinosaur that's supposed to weigh lots of pounds and be heavy is flying. And so, and then once Jurassic Park came out and they made that connection with birds and dinosaurs, it made me think about it again. So I, I really do like the pterodactyl.
0: I love that. Um, When I was growing up, sometimes they'd be like, they they would call me Pterodactyl
1: because of my name. Oh (laughs) Oh Oh my goodness. That's really creative. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, Pterodactyl. And
0: I was like, oh, yeah. Anyways, just so dinosaurs has been kind of a theme with me for part of my life. So,
1: (laughs) yay, Pterodactyl. Yes. But I, I mean, my teachers did a great job because it, still stuck with me even into my adult age and um, I can share my joy of dinosaurs with my nieces and nephew who are all under the age of 10.
0: Thanks, Lauren. Can you talk about your journey as teacher of the year?
1: Yes. So this is something I know um, as teachers, we are not looking for these types of things. We are fortunate enough to be selected into these roles. And so being the New Mexico Teacher of the Year for 2022 was something really exciting for me. I was able to meet a lot of different educators, make a lot of different connections throughout the state and throughout the country. And this is something that continues, um, up into today. So we're planning. Everybody's always planning, 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 planning. And so it's nice to meet with other teachers i have my really good friend who's the um wisconsin teacher of the year also a language arts high school teacher and we're talking about what are you reading what are some books that you're gonna have your students work on and so i like i like having connections i love meeting people in my city working with my colleagues but just to have this wider branch of resources open up, it's really, it's really impressive. And sometimes it's, it's just unbelievable. Yeah.
0: I've noticed that in my journey too. having this really large cohort of other educators to share ideas with and to bounce, um, you know, suggestions off of, and it's been really a wonderful way to collaborate with other teachers. Yes. Yeah. And,
1: I and the journey has doesn't finish so even though my year of service is done i'm still on this journey uh i am still able to go to different schools and talk about education uh people are still reaching out to me to talk to me about my knowledge in secondary education and so it's it's really great to have this experience continue and it is it and i think um previously, my uh, predecessors have told me it is what you make of it. And I think I shared that with you as well. And I, I want to continue to make the most out of this. So I am, I still am contacting people and and I'm excited to be on podcasts to talk about education. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm so, it's true. You said, yeah, you,
0: you know, this is your journey um, and you make you make it and bring to the table what you want. And so um, that was really great advice that you gave to me because I, you really have to make it your own and not compare yourself to other people.
1: And Absolutely.
0: Yeah. When I was in California, there was a really important line that we all learned and it was how um, comparison can rob you of joy. And so, you know, like finding your own journey in this, um, is, yes really important
1: in what I'm trying to do. Can you talk about what the past few months have taught you? So the past few months have taught me that uh, I am able to do a lot of, I am able to push myself to the limits in a positive way. Because sometimes I would tell myself that I can't do that. Uh, I am, I don't know that much. I can't do it. And now having this confidence and this experience, I like, sometimes I do tell myself again, I can't do that. But then I'm like, why can't you do that? Why don't you learn so you can do it? So it's a continual process that I'm able to, I look at it like I still have to learn. That's one thing that I tell my students is Mm -hmm. I'm glad I came to school today because I I learned something. And then they laugh at me because they're like, but you're an adult. And I said, I know, but I'm still learning. I'm always learning all the time. And so that's that's one thing that I I like that I'm still learning and I want to share this knowledge with other people as well.
0: Yeah, isn't it interesting as a teacher? You know, you're always like, you can do it. You know, that's one of those things I say to my kids, you can do hard things and mm-hmm. um, you can keep going. And and being in this new role, um, it's kind of scary. And I'm remembering yeah, right, like I have to be like, oh oh tell myself i can do this you know yes yeah
1: and i and i like that you bring that up because we are we are cheerleaders to our students but then when it comes to us i think for myself i would sell myself short when i'm thinking why can't i do this i i tell my students this all the time and so it really has brought me out of a shell that i was in and and i am taking on more roles i am asking for more leadership um, positions and different things. So that way I am like, I am pushing myself to these heights that I never thought that I could do or ask about.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree. Um, it is really life changing in the sense of like learning a lot about yourself, um, and taking risks. Yes. Um, Are there any like, uh were there any experiences that you've done um, this year where like it was kind of like you felt like you were being like a risk taker, you know, kind of like yes. really stepping out and um, out of your shell?
1: Yes. So um, everything happened in 2022 for me. I was finishing up my master's degree in educational leadership. I was selected as the 2022 teacher of the year for <laughs> New Mexico. And I also became a New Mexico um teach plus fellow. So all these different roles are coming in and I'm in the classroom and at the school I was at, three positions became available for assistant principal. And I thought I'm content in the classroom. I'm excited to work with these students, but maybe I should just try it. Maybe I should just apply for this job as an assistant principal. Knowing that a lot of times it's hard to get into these leadership roles because a lot of districts want people with experience, but it's just like in teaching, how am I going to get the teaching experience if you don't hire me? So, Right, uh,
0: exactly. You have to do it, right? Like, Yes.
1: Yeah. And then I was like, I, I'm just going to try. At least I'll know. And then I'll get to see this interview process. I'll get to see how it works. And I was selected to be one of the assistant principals um at the school, at this high school. And so I'm so grateful. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so grateful for this opportunity because- you know, just that bit of uncertainty. But now I will now I know I I was able to do it. And then again, that just kind of boosts my confidence a little bit more.
0: Yeah. What would you tell your younger self before, before the teacher of the year? Um, What is something that you know, what advice or um something that you would tell, you know, your younger version of you?
1: I, I, I that's a good question. Because yeah. Um, Earlier this week, I was talking to student teachers um, at New Mexico State University. These these young uh, teachers are getting ready to go into the workforce. They'll graduate in May. And they were at they had these really great questions about teaching and what does it look like and what is the interview process and how should I prepare and. And one of them was, what does our Sundays look like? Like, are we still panicking on Sunday? Or am I still um, filling out lesson plans? Am I still struggling to grade? And a couple of us who were veteran teachers said, it gets easier um, as you gain more experience. Uh, Right now, you're learning. You're learning the process. You're learning your subject. For me, I don't, I didn't have a set subject that I taught until maybe five years into my career. I taught like from sixth through 10th grade within that time. And then it wasn't until maybe my fifth year that I really stuck with ninth graders and I was able to learn the content, learn the routines, learn what the students like, what they didn't like, and it got a little bit easier. And so I was able to manage my time better and my grading better and just, enjoy the the class, teaching the lessons a little bit more. So it, for myself, I, I would like to tell my younger self that the experience does kick in and it, and it does get a little easier.
0: Yeah, I am, you know, I was trying to reflect on that question and I was thinking about how important collaboration is. With, oh
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. With like other colleagues and I think I would have probably told myself immediately, you know, to be like, make sure you find that person um, yes. in your school. There's, have you ever heard that marigold?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Find your uh-huh. gold. I, yeah, I would be like, find your marigold, right? Like Tara, get that marigold. So like you can become a stronger teacher um, and have that relationship. Um, they really help you throughout your, your career. And yes. I, yeah, like they, for me, it was where they really made my collaboration. Um, the collaboration made me a stronger teacher and it made me like excited about teaching and throwing
1: ideas off of them and being like, oh, I know I can implement that too. Right. Yeah. And I think that helps us too. And that comes with, yes, we have mentor teachers, but then there are other teachers that you just kind of vibe with and you they do kind of take you under their wing and you become these, the this, you know, really good educator, because you had some good tutorage under these people. And so I think back to my sixth grade team that I had, and we collaborated, we, uh, you know, whatever I was doing in English, the social studies teacher was doing the world map with them. So the kids were getting it in both classes. And the math teacher was going over the temperature and our science teacher, like we just had this really great cross-curricular unit with some sixth graders. And it was fun for me. It was fun for the students and my colleagues. They were veteran teachers and it was, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, definitely working with, with that person, finding that marigold. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. They've, you know, I, they really make you stretch
0: yourself. And, and that's kind of what I realized, like my co-teachers that I taught with um, made me um, break out into like, you know, a new mold and maybe take chances and kind of be a risk taker in my classroom. Yeah. 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 I got to learn a lot about myself in that way. So they made me better educators. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Throughout
0: your journey as teacher of the year and your learning, what's the best
1: advice that you could give Give a teacher? I think my best advice to give a teacher, and it's going to kind of go off what you just talked about, like the Marigold story, where you know, you have to, it, you're not going to do it alone. Mm-hmm. It, it is a, it is, you have to work with other people. And I have a really good support system right now at my school. I have a really good support system. And I, and the things that I'm doing, I'm not doing them alone. And so, I think that's the best advice that I could give teachers is it is a collaborative um, effort um, because you're working with the students uh, as teachers. We have our students best interest and that's that's what we want. We want our students to learn. We want them to be safe. We want them to have fun. And and that's my job as an educator.
0: Yeah. Good advice. Did you ever feel like in your career where there was a time where like you weren't motivated, you know, and and what did you do as an educator, like to help get out of that, like to help feel, you know, motivated again?
1: I think it was, I did feel like that. I'm finishing, I've been in education for 16 years. So in May, I'm finishing up my 16th year. And um, I did feel unmotivated Is this is this what I want to do? Am I being the best teacher that I can be? But it's the kids. They come in with their ideas, with their thoughts, things that they want to do. And and I'm like, yeah, I can help you with that. And so I think it's the students that kind of keep me motivated. But also, um, like we talked about, the cohort of teachers that we work with. So for me, I'm surrounded by really good teachers at my school. Um I'm also connected to what 52 other state teachers and territory teachers throughout the the United States and so having these resources um that encourages me as well so it's nice to have to have that again that support system yeah I agree I mean yeah that support
0: system has yeah carried me through so many um times where it's like oh I'm just you know it's hard teaching can be hard and and it is we work together um you know to find that motivation
1: and I also think too that feeling like you're in a rut is normal Mm -hmm. so there's nothing wrong with it uh I know every time we have like negative feelings people put a stipulation on it like well there's something wrong and it's not and that's what i have to remind people is it's normal to feel like this it's normal to feel burnt out it's normal to struggle and be frustrated and and that's okay too yeah um is there anything that you're working on right now upcoming things that you have going on uh i'm looking forward to attending the national conference for state teachers in uh louisville kentucky in july oh, and so awesome. I'm, I'm getting that. I'm getting all my my own stuff in order. And so that's the one conference that I'm looking forward to being at, because some of the teachers from the 2022 cohort are going to be presenting. And so I really want to be there, um, one to learn, two to support them and hang out and visit everybody. And so um, that's what I'm looking forward to right now. Yeah,
0: um, it sounds like there's a really strong bond that these teachers of the year create with one another through this cohort.
1: It Yes, it is. We have, it's funny because we have our own personal like text group going on. And then um, we have shared photos through Google Photo, any event that we're at. Um, The link is sent out and we upload all our pictures with one another. So I feel real tech savvy when I'm able to upload pictures. And then I see other pictures of myself and my friends that they've uploaded. And it just eliminates that. Can you text me that picture? Can you email me that picture? So um, and I felt really, really cool because I shared it with the group of students that went to New York um, City this past week. And I said, here's the link get download this app. That way you guys can all share your photos. So I'm hoping that they're utilizing it. Yeah. What what is the name of the app? What? It's it's Google Photos. Oh Google Photos. Okay.
0: Yes. Cool. What has being Teacher of the Year meant to you?
1: It means a lot to me. I'm uh, overwhelmed by it because it I take it like a big responsibility and then I almost want to quote some like Star Wars stuff like was <laughs> With this, you know, comes great responsibility and, you know, eh, to be cliche, but it really, it really impacts me. And I really take this role seriously because I want to do what's best for education. I want to help teachers and I want to help students. And, um, and it's a very, very important role to me. And so, I mean, it's, it's a, like I said, it's a big responsibility as well.
0: Yeah. Do you feel that as being teacher of the year, your voice was heard more like people were listening to you? um, As you know, because you
1: had um, a 2022, like teacher of the year title? I think people were able to listen to me. But I did have to make it very clear that I could only speak on my own experiences. Um, So I can't speak for all teachers or all educators but I can only speak from my own experience which I hope it would be impactful to others yeah yeah
0: yeah it's it it it's been interesting um to have this title and to be um because I I feel like my voice is being heard more people are are like asking me my advice um, yes. asking me questions about education. Uh, and that's new to me um, to, be okay. able to be like, oh, wow. Yeah. You, you know, this is all new to me. Like what I have to offer um, matters.
1: And I think it's great too, because as the state teachers of the year, if you look at us throughout the last few years, there's a wide variety of us because I'm coming from secondary education. I've worked with you know 6th grade through 12th grade and you're coming in with early childhood education and so these the backgrounds that we have as our state teachers is it's beautiful because we're really reaching all our students
0: yeah it is it's really beautiful and it's really beautiful to learn from yes. um, the state teachers um it's been really wonderful to connect with them and to hear their stories um and to be uplifted by them so Um, I feel really, really fortunate to be part of this group um, and to be able to learn from everyone.
1: Yes. And it's, and it's not just like a inclusive teacher of the year group that, you know, we're trying to get out to work with other school districts. We're trying to get out to work with other teachers because we have so many of our state teachers throughout the state of New Mexico, ranging from, you know, Santa Fe, you're in Santa Fe, all the way down through I-10. And I'm in Las Cruces and Anthony, New Mexico, all the way in the very sou- southern part of the state. And so, yes, we're a wide network that's able to, to go. And when we have some really great teachers that are willing to travel to work with other schools and other teachers.
0: So are there any upcoming events that the state teachers of New Mexico are doing?
1: Not that we have so far. Like I said, the state teachers, we just finished um working with New Mexico State University and the student teachers um we go, we call them the pre-service teachers because it's right before they start their services and so um it's nice to work with the New Mexico State we've worked with Western New Mexico and then I have a really close connection with Eastern New Mexico um and the the education the college of education out there
0: well so. Thank you so much, Lauren.
1: Yeah, um, this was great, Tara. Thank you.
0: Thank you. It's been so wonderful to hear about your journey um, and to talk education with you. And thank you for, yeah, for inspiring me. I really appreciate
1: you taking the time. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure to be a guest. Thank you again to my guest,
0: Lauren Guerrero, for her time, and to New Mexico Public Education Department and New Mexico Oil and Gas for their sponsorship. To all educators of New Mexico, thank you. Thank you for your dedication in building and empowering children of New Mexico to be leaders, problem solvers and innovators. And remember, you are kind,
1: you are smart, you can do
0: our things face